listener production. Like some to die for yogurt on some perfectly soaked burger. Bad boys get all the yum yum. Yes. Yum yum good. Yum yum good. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, g'day, g'day. Matt and Alex with you on this Thursday, and it's a bit of a feel good Thursday. We're going to be chatting to a good friend of the show who got a little prezzy that um, I think was a bit better than they expected. Yes, that's right. Everyone's favourite loose Tasmanian, Heath, is going to be jumping on the phone in a moment to uh, let us know how he's going. He's the man that got tattoos of brands, so they'd give him free stuff. And I tell you what, he milked it for all he's worth, and he's just got back in touch with us, and he's very content. So we'll see what's, what's been happening in his world very soon. Also, Alex Dyson, as far as worst timed gifts go, I copped one recently. I'll be giving you a bit of an update on how my uh, fast Feb has been going. And I'm going to try and blow your mind with a mind-blowing fact. Let's see if we can do this. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, many people get tattooed a hashtag on their body, hashtag no regrets. And uh, we thought it was pertinent, uh, that particular sentiment. So we've decided to check in with our good friend Heath from Tassie who um, got a few brands tattooed on his body in exchange for some goodies, you know, lined up by yours and Matt's truly. Um, so we crossed to him right now in his hallway. Heath, how are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. How are you? Well, good. What, what have we caught you doing, mate? Well, I um, I got the new tailor-maids, and I'm actually too afraid to take them out because they look that nice. Like, oh, right. I haven't even taken the plastic off them yet. <laughs> I'm still using the putter with the plastic all around it. I've had mates offering me to go to the driving range. I'm just like, no, nah, I might, might just wait a bit. Let's keep this Lamborghini <laughs> in the garage. Uh, I understand what you mean. You did get some incredible goodies, not the least of which the tailor-made golf clubs. Um, the only thing you had to do was get the tailor-made logo tattooed on your thigh, which ended up looking really great. But was there any second thoughts, any regrets in your world there, Heath? Oh, mate, not at all. Because, I like, Tassie's a small place, as you'd know, and I reckon probably half of Tasmania's already seen that tattoo because I've just been showing everybody. Like, <laughs> just like, check this out, pants straight around the ankles. They have a look. They're like, what are you showing me? I'm like, oh, it's just a tattoo. And once you take it down and they see not only the tailor-made <laughs> golfing logo, they but they see, see the putter. They see, oh. <laughs> they see your putter. And, yeah. And, <laughs> And they s- driver, Matt, not a putter. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, We're not mate. mini golf here, mate. <laughs> yeah, um, not a putt, putt. <laughs> made golf. You got the Kogan uh, tattoo there. You got Trady, who do some very good undies and beers now. And you've also got the Peking Duck logo because you're going to go hit up a Peking Duck show when they next come to Tassie. Uh, once you show, you know, the general civilians this incredible set of tats, what do they say to you? To be honest, like before. The golf clubs got there. People were like, "What? What are you sort of doing, mate?" Like, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, as soon as I tell them, like, "No, I got a full set of golf clubs out of this," they're like, "But like, there's one bloke, my mate Chris, out at work. He's literally like, mate, get onto them. I will get a neck tattoo of TaylorMade <laughs> just for a driver. Like he's, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> that's incredible, well, there you mate. go. Because I mean, because tell us about the clubs that you've received. Because you were pretty excited. I got a copped an email. I mean, a message from you on Insta. Because I think you're a bit shocked. Yeah, I was, and plus I'd I'd had a couple of beers out at the pub. I got them. Dad bought them into work on 
Friday for me because I they got sent up to my dad's place and he brought him into work on Friday. And mate, I, I was just in disbelief. And then I went home, had a few beers, and I'm like, no, nah, I have to show them this. No, of course, because I mean they're, they're worth quite a bit, aren't they? Yeah, I'm, like few people have sort of looked in, like it's up around, yeah, like a fair few grand that they've spent me, like they've looked after me. Well, you <laughs> oh. looked after them, mate, as did, did did your pal Nath, who did a very good job tattooing. Has he taken up that? He, he'd never tattooed before, before he started doing these logos on your thigh. Yeah, Is no. he now getting other requests from other people? Oh, uh, mate, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You're... Unless they're getting something out of it, no, that's a that's a big. Mistake. All right, well, so... look, I'm, I mean, it's only early days in 2024. Who knows mm. what could happen in this year? And I mean, you know, we've still got direct line to a lot of brands. Who knows whether the shop will stay open? Hey, Mark's still got the ink in the shed. She's still down in there. It hasn't even <laughs> left the house since we've done them. Like, I'm ready to go. I want more stuff. <laughs> All right, we'll keep an ear out for you, Heath. And tell us, Heath, what about the Kogan surprise gift pack, the tradie undies pack as well? What um, what did you get sorted out with there? Well, I actually haven't even spent them yet because I was, I was messaging Bron and I was sort of telling her, like, I was going to get just heaps of undies. Cause, mm. But then Christmas came along. Mum sorted me out with those, so I'm oh. right for another 12 months with the undies and socks. What what tats did she make you get in order to give you them? <laughs> yeah, just, oh, I love mum on me forehead. Yeah. <laughs> with an anchor. Yeah. Um, and we should check, we should check, Heath. I mean, you are Australia's loosest bloke. What, what's life been like for you? You're still making the, um, the model train underneath mum's house. What's going on? Oh. I don't know. I sort of, I sort of get into things and get out of them as quick as I get into them. So I'm just, I don't know. The trains haven't seen daylight in a while. I've just been, you know, I haven't really. Actually, I went away camping about four weeks ago and found a jack jumper's nest. And I was, mate, I didn't have my phone on me and I was out of reception. So I'm out in the middle of the bush, but yeah. That was, um, took, my dad pretty much had to drag me away by the year to get me away from that. Cause yeah. I don't know what a jack jumper What's a jack jumper? Oh, it's just like these um, little black ants with um, yellow little pinches on them. And I've never been bitten by one, but apparently it's very painful. So you know, mm. I, just sort of, I, I just sit there, I'm like, can I just touch, like, I just want to touch it. Like, <laughs> you'll just see how. <laughs> You're the guy who's sticking his hand into the fire to find out how, how much yeah, it hurts. Oh, yeah. It burnt a few times, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Not a euphemism. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, All right. Sure. Thanks very much, Heath. Well, hopefully we'll be in touch with you again later on down the track in 2024. But until then, get hit the driving range, rip the plastic off those clubs, and uh, let's see how far you can whack them. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you. When I'm down there, I'll send you a photo. Well, Alex Dyson, three down and one to go. And Your decades uh, of life. Oh, gosh, I feel that old. I mean, I am. I am, but I hope I've got more than one to go. Um, got to make it to the bloody Brisbane Olympics. <laughs> oh, come on, can't be clocking off before then. Some people say my daughter's graduation or something. What? Hey! <laughs> You're going for the Brizzy Games, hey, mate. come on. Your true baby. <laughs> got to see... Bloody aggro standing on the <laughs> next to the big the cauldron 
with a ciggy. <laughs> he just flicks the burning butt into the cauldron and suddenly, whooshka, that's how we start the games, mate. Five rings and four X's. That's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> the best games so, um, of noughts and crosses ever. Brazil well, Olympics. <laughs> All right, I don't know how we how we get that to happen, but that is it. That's all we need. How do we do that? Can we? I don't know. Who's it's doing funny. the marketing for the Brizzy Games? Can we yeah, get, get in them? touch with us? Get in touch with us, Matt and Alex, your boys, <laughs> um, passing the baton. Hey, um, speaking of forex, though, that's what I'm talking about. Three weekends and one to go before I finish my month off the booze. Um, oh, shout good. out to all the other people who, who, um, I mean, I don't want to say I've inspired, but you know, I I was on the group chat with with the lads, right? And, um, and I said, oh, you know, I'm going to, going to, you know, month off the booze and, um, a couple of people, you know, a couple of, a couple of the boys said, oh, you know what? I'm going to do it too. Nice. Bit of Feb fast. Well, yeah, I think you've inspired someone in this room as well. Cause I went, went out for a Bev the other day with one producer, Bron, went on the non-elk spritz, Bron. Mm-hmm. What? I Why? Have, I've been inspired. Really? Yeah. Well, what 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 initially happened was I just don't have that many events on in fact. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and I thought after a big summer of bruising it up, I might need a break. Oh, yeah, totally. you said that you'd gotten a few like a week into Feb and you hadn't had a drink, so you're like, I'm just gonna let this ride. Yeah. Just ride it yeah, out. Yeah, that's exactly I was like I looked at my calendar and I was like, I've got nothing. Mm. There's going to be no better time to do this than now. And so I decided to do it. There was a girl, a girl at the, the office that I work at. She was like, yeah, you know, I decided to take the month off. So I'm glad that we're doing this. I'm mm. glad that we're all doing this, people. I hope that uh, you decided to do it as well. But th- it's not it's not without its temptations, Daiso. Ah, uh, mm. yes. Well, I remember when I did a three-month no drinking, Hello Sunday Morning it was called, just mm. let you, you know, reset, recalibrate, see what it's like. And I'm like, sweet, I'm going to save a ton of money on this. You know, getting booze out of life, healthier, but also... Healthier for the wallet. Anyway, first event we go to is like a Josh Pike album launch, free drinks going on. I'm like, I'm losing money here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, I'm hemorrhaging cash with all the beers I'm not drinking. <laughs> what is this? I know. So, I mean, there's always going to be an excuse. The Friends 40th coming up this weekend. That's going to be a tough one. I still don't know whether I'm going to break for a cheat day on that, Ooh. but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. Yeah. I've just decided I've gone this far. I'm not going to, yeah. not going to break for that. And it, it doesn't make things more or less enjoyable a lot, of the, a lot of the time. Like you can have fun not drinking for sure. Tell you what, it was hard because like you, the first day or whatever, first day that I was like, okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. No, no booze yep. for, for today. All right. And it was a Thursday. I think the first of Feb was a Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm due to catch up with a mate. Oh, hitting that... That weekend early in the month. Well, he's a she- he's a chef, right? Mm-hmm. He started writing for some um, publications, you know, Guardian, Broadsheet, etc. Heard of and, him. And um, and so he's like, I'm like, oh, where do you want to meet? He goes, oh, I've got to do this this review of this um, Yumcha and craft beer place. Mate. <laughs> I know. So I'm Mates. like, uh, excuse me, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, they, they've got the craft beers and all the dumplings and stuff. And they, you know, because oh. they want to impress him, I get there and they're like, don't order a thing. We'll just bring out it all. So you're so telling suddenly... me they'll just bring it out. <laughs> I'm, the only thing that resembles this closely is, isn't it the Ulysses tying himself to the mast while the sirens <laughs> were like, 
begging him to <laughs> come to the shore. The beer and taps he... were just saying, <laughs> and it, people, Rowan me. had their earmuffs on and he was listening, but he's like, pull over, go over there. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So then they're going, would you like to try our signature cocktail? Would you like to try it? They're bringing out four glasses of beer at once, saying try all the ones on tap. I'm leaking from my eyeballs. Please, why? Not to mention Dan, when I get there, my friend. Murphy? No. Oh, who? <laughs> Dan, my, my friend, yeah. meets me, greets me at the restaurant. Hey, so good to see you. Here's a bottle of wine that I made myself. Oh! <laughs> and I'm Dad! like, you're kidding me. So I got through that, you know, but it just made me think. Worst timed gifts, you know, of all the yep. times. Worst timed gifts to be, to be to present someone a, a 10 course feast with all the booze in the world plus a homemade bottle of wine. When you've gotten a badly timed gift. Keep an eye out on our Insta stories. That's where we pose these questions to you. Elle said, I got my brother a vodka cruiser car freshener as a Christmas present. Turned out his car had died three days before. Oh, that's brutal. It is <laughs> idle, but at least it smells nice. Not much you can do with a vodka cruiser car refresher anywhere else. You know what the police leaning and going, this, this <laughs> car smells like guava burst. What have you been doing in here? Do not drink and drive. Please. But I guess it's if it's a incentive to not drink and drive and you just get the aroma of it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, use it as a safety device. Um, Jackie said, I was gifted a bottle of alcohol for my birthday a few years ago. I just found out I was pregnant a couple of weeks prior. See? Same. I feel you, Jackie. I feel you. And trust it's slightly me. slightly different. Trust me. Doing Feb fast is as painful as giving birth. All right. Take my word. Tay says, my partner and I bought ourselves a two-door Suzuki Jimny. We found out I was pregnant one month later. Okay. So I don't know much. I know, I know about babies less than most people in this on this planet, but I do know watching my friends try and put that into the back of a car. It's tough enough with a door that opens, let alone having to pull that lever and have the seat come forward and try and chuck it over the back. I couldn't imagine a kid, even, yeah, getting it, strapping your child in yeah, with all the room in the world is awful. Tay, let us know what you did. I'm assuming the roof racks had to come into play here. You just pop it up on top with the, uh, with, the <laughs> with the long board <laughs> or the stand up paddle board. A few rope ties there. Just have the little baby seat up there <laughs> so that the baby's kind of like that Mr. Bean episode where he's on the top of his car in a recliner driving with like those ropes. <laughs> Yes, that's right, Alex Dyson. This is a segment where I attempt to blow you and the listeners' mind uh, with a fact that I've learned across the week. And this week, it was Taylor Fever Dyson. Everyone was talking about her. Wasn't it just? She's jumped back in the private jet, though, and headed back to um, the fridge to get a drink and then pop back to the couch. Um, but <laughs> no, She's come to Sydney. The big shows are happening in Sydney this weekend. People absolutely losing it with Taylor so wait, Fever. She got the whole week in Australia. Yeah, she's been, apparently she's been hanging out in Sydney. There was a little bit of, um, a little bit of chat that she was going to be ducking out to far North Queensland. 
Really? And so everyone in the Sunshine State was getting very excited. I mean, we've already got Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker walking around Howard Smith Wharves. Do I remember when we had a beer at the Howard Smith Wharves that day? No. Imagine if we'd oh, <laughs> imagine if we'd bumped in to you know Travis and Courtney, the pandemonium. Imagine if they bumped into us. They would have been all over it. You know, I reckon we're bigger in North Queensland than buddy Kardashians and Travis. <laughs> yeah, sure, all right, mate. <laughs> all right. Um, we'll compare who's got the most uh, YouTube views. Kiss from a Sandstorm or a couple of Blink-182 songs. Anyways, <laughs> I thought because of the uh, pandemonium around Taylor and all of the, um, you know, f- air drone footage from the, uh, you know, MCG that happened last week, mm-hmm. did you see all the sort of... And there was a lot of people in America losing their mind at the images of the MCG. I did in the comments. Yeah. Because the MCG, one of the biggest stadiums in the world, uh, it was Ms. Swift's, uh, largest ever crowd at the Melbourne cricket grounds. And in the comments, people were like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what country is this? Yeah. And they were like, where's the car parks? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what people were doing. They were really? like going. So looking yeah. at the outside of it. They were just looking going, at the MCG the going, where would everyone, where does everyone park? That's right. Because if you've seen an aerial shot of all these American stadiums, yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> sprawling car park. Just bitumen everywhere. Totally, right? Yeah. And so people are going, what, what's going on here? And I'm, it's something I'm quite proud of, actually, that we don't have that sort of stuff going on at our stadiums. Yeah, well, people park in the park sometimes, like the literal on the grass when there's big games of footy a lot of the time. Oh, yeah, if they're doing that. they're doing that for the Australian Open as well. Yeah, $30 and all that. But um, no, I mean, the Americans, a lot of the stadiums just have this just huge parking lot, absolutely massive, Um, surrounding it like a donut around the uh, the green hole. And, um, And so it made me think, what could be more interesting... Then parking lot facts. That's right. Oh, I wow. was looking up some of the parking lot facts. Uh, at first, I thought it might be interesting to find out the world's biggest car park, but it's at the West Edmonton Mall and it's 20,000 cars can fit what? in, in, in Canada. A, yes. West Here's the thing. Edmonton. <laughs> I know. Are you they built. They built this mall. West Edmonton. Edmonton had about 500,000 people. <laughs> okay. And so they were like, we got to spruce up Edmonton. Right. So they built this massive shopping mall with a big theme park and like an yeah. ice skating rink where the local hockey team played and everything like that. And so, and it, it and then as part of the tourist attraction, they made the world's biggest car park as well for this. They were just going for mall. the record. They didn't think, <laughs> oh, we need this many. They thought, let's do a no, record. No, because here. there's only 500,000 people with 20,000 20, cars a pop. You could you could accommodate a quarter of the whole city if everyone drove there in one day, right? Five people to a car. But anyways, I thought that's not interesting um, because when you think it, when when I did a bit more research, I discovered that sixty eight percent of the land in cities in America is dedicated to parking lots. Wait, wait, wait! In cities? Yep. How much percent? Sixty eight percent. Sixty eight percent. Mind blown. of land is used for parking lots in residential areas and in urban areas, non-residential areas, between 50 and 70% of the land is dedicated to parking. Oh my God. Right? And then here's a further fact for you to round it off. Yeah. To round it off, 40% of all car accidents that cause physical damage to a car occur whilst parking. Oh, wow. So that is the most likely, the time when you are driving the slowest and have the least at stake. (laughs) 
is the time that you're almost the, almost the most likely time you're going to crash your car. Yeah, I have seen aerial pictures of CBDs of American cities and they've drawn, like they've colored in the amount of land dedicated to the car parks there. And it is a miraculous amount of it's real disgusting. estate that we could be enjoying in any way. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's it should not be put allowed. a car there that we're not in, no one is in at the time. <laughs> it's just for a car to sit empty. <laughs> And it's, it's like, it's actually disgusting. I really, I can't stand it. You go to these single level shopping centers and mm. it's in Brisbane. It's in the suburbs of Sydney. Did you say shingle level? Yes. It's a, a very itchy level. And, um, and it's just disgusting mm. the amount of cars. So anyways, that was my mind blowing fact for the day. Mind blown. Well, we also like getting your mind-blowing facts here at Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, so please send them through in the form of a voice memo to Alex. This week's mind-blown comes from Michael. Hello, boys, and the almighty producer, Bron. Got a fact for you. Do you know that the movie Titanic cost more to make than the ship, the Titanic? Hit it. Mind blown. Makes you wonder, they could have just made a Titanic, hey? Yeah. Well, I guess it's an investment. It was the highest grossing movie ever made at the time. Was it not? Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, that is one of the movies I do have to say that I still will watch whenever really? it comes on. Charlie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is another one, and Grease. I just can't turn them off. <laughs> if I'm getting ready to go out and suddenly they come on, well, I'm watching it to the end. It's a night Plans cancelled. <laughs> yeah. The uncancelable plans suddenly <laughs> hit a, a movie-shaped <laughs> iceberg. Yeah. Your night is sunk. Is that adjusting for inflation as well? Yes, that is. So yeah, um, the Titanic cost around $7.5 million in 1912, which was the equivalent of about $120 million in today's money. Wow. The film's budget was about $200 million. So you could have built two Titanics. <laughs> could, have, could have blown it out of the water. That's yep. incredible. And thankfully for us viewers, the Titanic movie did not sink. Now that brings us to the end of another exciting instalment of this ongoing saga that is referred to as Matt and Alex's All Day Breakfast. Uh, we will catch you tomorrow. Yeah, we will. I checked and it's definitely happening. Uh, it happens every day. <laughs> Rain, hail or shine, Monday to Friday, we are with you, Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Rain can't interrupt it. Hail can't interrupt it. Shine cannot interrupt it. Only Easter and uh, like Anzac Day and stuff. Yeah. Interrupts it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will be with you tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. <laughs>